Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from The Next Reel. And I'm Pete Wright, also from The Next Reel. We are talking about Jon Favreau's 2008 film, Iron Man, where all of the MCU craziness began. And joining us again, we have Eric Nash from the Watchmen Minute podcast. Hey, Eric. Yeah, I'm so glad to get in on the on the ground floor of, with this movie because I've I really loved all, all of the almost all of the movies. There's there's a couple of lower <laughs> spots, but, you know, yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> to uh, years from now to finally get to talk about some of those and uh, <laughs> see what we think. Um, but yes, uh, today on on this show, we are, of course, talking about Iron Man Minute 28. And uh, the minute starts with Yinsen thinking about his family. And ends with some serious welding going on. This is, uh, yeah, we get a little bit more of uh, of this backgammon game and and a pretty nice little conversation that we have between uh, Tony and Yinsen. It's really interesting, especially in retrospect, after having seen the film and knowing how things play out. Not that we know how things play out, Pete, because... We've only seen 28 minutes no, of this film no. so far. <laughs> the future, the rest of this movie doesn't exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> but watching the performance that Sean uh, Tobe gives here as Yinsen when he's talking about his family, it is a really poignant and touching moment. I think it's it's pretty powerful. Uh, not to mention the way that it is a, is a perfect uh, yin-yang with the talking about Tony and his family. It is. And it makes Tony like it, it makes him actually feel again for us. We've had a couple of these little moments where we get to see a little bit of Tony's pride, a little bit of Tony kind of choked up over his technology. But here we have that great line. So you are a man with everything and nothing. And it it sounds so trite when I say it. But when when Yinsen says it to Tony Stark, it, it actually means something. And it's a it's a great little moment of sensitivity before we jump back into the the mania that is their relationship with these terrorists and and this crazy machine, especially because their relationship never was developed quite as extensively in the original comic. We knew that Tony was kind of this rich playboy who was always hooking up with all the chicks and he was a billionaire and he was a scientific genius. All of that was in the comics and Yinsen was certainly in the comics, but allowing for them to bond this way where you have this this really touching, poignant moment between the two gives so much heft and weight to it. I just I feel like this is a beautiful, beautiful moment that allows uh, allows these guys to just grow their relationship a little bit more into uh, another phase. I just think it's it's really touching. I do too. It's really well earned. In this minute, we really get to see the work starting on the Mark One suit. We had the reveal uh, before, but here we actually get to see some hardcore work going. We get to see some welded pieces that uh, that look like they might fit onto a body part or something like that. It's pretty interesting. It's interesting the way that they are are constructing it. I'm assuming that in order to continually fool the guards the entire time they're building this, they're doing it in in little chunks that you could pass as something that might go into a, a missile until that final moment where they just kind of almost like Voltron or something where they have all these these pieces that they just finally <laughs> click them all together and there it is, this great big suit. But you know, okay. Let's just just back up a little bit. All right. Look, if you're going to be hiding stuff like that, you know, right after the terrorists 
open the little shieldy thing and look in the window. Now we see just how stupid the terrorists are because the next shot is this giant pan looking down at the table that's showing pieces, not just pieces like, oh, here's the chest plate, but the plans, the plans in these little books, the plans that show pieces, the the final plan shows the finished chest. Nothing, nothing on that table looks like a missile. It all looks like <laughs> robot pieces. Clearly, when we see Abu peek through the door, the translation that uh, you know I've been having the uh, the Reddit translator community help with some of these uh, bits that are in foreign languages. The Arabic as he's walking away is like all good, all good. Like he's like, yeah, no, there's nothing, nothing going on here. There's nothing. No. <laughs> he is the epitome of the of the cop in Naked Gun. It's just like, <laughs> please disperse. There is nothing to see here. He just he totally buys into to exactly what he's saying as he peeks through the door. Totally. <laughs> well, and, and way over to the left when he peeks in, there that's what looks like, you know, a missile to me. Is that part of what we've seen prior prior to my minutes? I think that uh, well, we saw Tony pulling um, pulling the missiles apart because he was pulling some of the palladium out of the missile. Uh, it looked like out of the something in the nose pieces or something. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you're right. It definitely looks like he, they're doing some sort of surgery on on a missile there, and uh, maybe that is actually that's a great catch. Maybe it is something that is that Tony of Yinsen have kind of left there to make people think that, you know, this is what they're working on. And it's kind of a nice decoy while they continue to fiddle with these other things. Yeah, okay. I might I, I might be swayed to give you that, but it's a, it's, it just feels like a stretch. <laughs> well, you know, it's again, Abu is not the the greatest of uh, of, of of guards. <laughs> He's just the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. That's why, that's why, what's his name? He's eat more. He just spends his days eating peanut butter because he's just given up. He has just given up and he, the calories don't even matter to him anymore. Right. Uh, we, we got another great piece of the music track here. Uh, the music really kicks in oh, yeah. as we see the gear on the table and that beautiful tracking shot over everything. And it's just a nice piece that uh, just helps so much in defining what exactly they're doing here. And I, I love the way it just kind of builds to intensity as we see him kind of doing the welding there toward the end of this minute. I do too. I think it's just a really nice, you know, this is, again, these little pieces that fit together. I think this is one of the things that Favreau does really nicely is that, you know, he's giving us all these elements, either the music or it's the visuals, even as we're nitpicking the visuals. It is still a strong shot, this tracking shot, as we lead up to the welding. And uh, as these pieces come together, it's, it's like the suit. It's a metaphor for the suit coming together into this one great thing and uh and, and i feel like it's uh it just feels so good to to watch this minute to kind of have a sense of where it's going and and to know that you're about to be you know rewarded that's very much the case i i do though have to point out the I, i'm assuming it's a cold cup of tea or yeah, something that's I was wondering, yeah that's <laughs> sitting amongst all the pieces as they're as they're busy working, I guess that's that's a sign of how busy they're working that uh, that they don't even finish the cup. Second fifty one. That's when it's in the middle of the pan. Of the right, right. Of the pan. Just sitting there, a little uh, cup of tea. 
This is an interesting scene because uh, we do have, uh, paired with the deleted scene that we had last minute, this scene has, I guess you could almost say it was like an alternate storyline for mm-hmm. Abu and it reeks of reshoots. Like they it, clearly they had shot this, they'd edited this other storyline into the film and then decided, you know what, we don't like the way this is going. We need to rework this. And then they came back to reshoot with Abu and uh, because clearly he's in later. The way that this alternate scene plays out, Abu actually, when they're having their backgammon game, he actually comes in and has this whole conversation with them about laundry. And uh, as this is a, a moment from an earlier bit that uh, that we had talked about, Eric, where in the script, when Tony is first asking, uh, when he finally decides, you know what, I'm going to do this, I'm going to I'm going to make uh, all this stuff. And he commits to moving forward with these plans, even though he's got this ulterior motive to escape when he is telling Yinsen, all these things that he needs. I need acetylene and propane and helmets and a soldering setup and smelting cups and all these things. At the very end of that, there was a comedy beat that they, I think, smartly cut out where he's saying all these all these bits of clothes that he needs and he needs spices and tea and all these things. And then he says, and a washing machine, top load, which, which <laughs> seems so silly. And then it has in the script, Abu's eyes bulge. He gets in Tony's face. And it's this kind of silly moment from earlier in the film. But watching this deleted scene makes me think that they must have shot that scene in order to have this moment where we have this reveal in this scene where Tony actually got the washing machine. Because now (laughs) we have Abu coming in to complain about uh, the laundry that he's having Tony do for him, which is it's an interesting little moment. I don't know how I don't know how I feel about that. It's another one of those that maybe is that taking it too far the the humanizing bits, those sort of humanizing comedy bits uh that you know here we see superheroes I don't know goosing one another like that. It's a moment that I struggle with because again, it is I I like keeping Abu and Raza much more threatening. And when we have Abu talking to him about laundry, I I struggle with that just like I struggled with Raza eating peanut butter in the previous minute, and it's funny if you you know again getting uh, translated from Reddit. This is what the conversation is. Uh, he comes in, he's like, "Prisoners, to be honest, Mister Tony, the dealing with and I don't know how accurate this is. It's a little awkward, and I don't know if they're doing a direct translation, and the the speaking is just awkward, or if the translation itself is awkward. But to be honest, Mister Tony, the dealing with you is like. Where are we? When? And then he's speaking in English. When finish? When finish? He goes and he grabs the pile. And then he says, I swear to God, three times, if my wife had done this, I would have already divorced her. Colored and white. And then they have that whole thing about, no, 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 I washed them separately. I only folded them uh, together. And then I like Tony's line. This is the first time I've done laundry. (laughs) (laughs) And then Abu sees them play and he says, play, play, let me watch. And then he says, be careful when, when he's watching Yinsen making a move. He says, be careful. No, no, no. Yeah. Do it like this. And then he says he's the champion of this, this city in Egypt. And then as he's leaving, he says, keep an eye on him. And that's when we have this interesting reveal in this moment where he turns around and sees that Raza has been in here watching him through this scene. And Raza pulls out his gun, 
shoots him point blank, and Abu falls to the floor dead. And that is the end of Abu. What? <laughs> no. What's happening here? That's that's awful. Uh, really? Am I the only one incensed by that? Even that that intention was penned to paper. I guess they're trying to show how tough a guy <laughs> Raza is. I don't care for it. He's not going to take any any uh, laundry hijinks from his men. There will be no laundry <laughs> hijinks. What a terrible mashup! What a hat on a hat kind of a moment. Like we're uh, yeah, you. Do, I just I don't see it. Could uh, Raza be upset with Abu for becoming too too socialized with Tony and Jensen? Maybe is that is, is that where his anger and then and thus murder comes from? <laughs> uh, that's my sense. It seems yeah. like he's he is incensed because. Because of this relationship that Abu has mm-hmm. developed with these guys. And here he is having Tony do his laundry. And sure, I, I can buy that, that it's very frustrating for him to walk in and see this happening. And uh, yeah, I can see him doing that, especially to kind of tell his other men, you know, you don't do this. You need to treat these guys like prisoners and get the job done. Mm-hmm. And actually, in the script, you know, Raza does say, you have till tomorrow to assemble my missile. And that really does put a cap on this this time crunch that all of a sudden Tony is given. So it's it's pretty interesting to see the way that it ends up playing out. But I, I don't like it at all. I like seeing Abu, <laughs> and I like the fact oh, yeah. that uh, his storyline will continue uh, until later points yeah. in this film. Yeah, no, the, the way, as far as we can imagine... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the way we we lose Yinsen is Abu. It, it ends up. I mean Abu, yeah. It ends up being a much, much better, much more satisfying. Have, have you guys already talked about one of the other guards walking with Abu, look, looking in? Um, we have. Yes, we. This is a moment. Right as as Abu is walking up, we do have um, his two regular guards. Um, hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure uh, the one on the left. I'm, I I saw his name. I was like, oh, okay, wow, he's in this. Okay, and it's because he. It's this is a musician rock guy that uh, helped with providing guitar music for the film. It's I don't Tom think Morello. you're, I don't sure think you're Tom thinking Morello. of the, no, the, these two guys are the Tom regular. Morello. No, Tom Morello is, uh, he will have a very prominent point uh, later oh, in the film. Morello. We've, we've only seen uh, um, him very briefly outside. These two guys are the two who are always with Abu when he's going around. This is Ahmed Ahmed playing Ahmed. And Fahim Fazli playing Omar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I, yeah, just uh, uh, Tom Morello has uh, he his moment that he has is going to be a fun one to talk yeah. about. Uh, when, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like I said, he's he's been outside very briefly, but uh, mm-hmm. no, the, I, I love the fact that he did get to pop up and and uh, be in this film. And uh, he also does some of the music, like you mentioned, some of the guitar for this. He also does more in Iron Man 2. Hmm. So. Uh, what else? Any other thoughts on this minute, you guys? That's what I got. It's all for me. All right. Well, again, Eric, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Where can uh, guests learn more about uh, you and your uh, your podcasts? Uh, yeah. Again, um, Watchmen Minute is very easily Googleable and findable that way. But uh, just in case, uh, realpodcastnetwork.com slash Watchmen Minute is our main main place on the web fantastic you can find out more about the watchman minute over there and i guess soon depending on when you're listening to this maybe it's already out the almost famous minute so that'll be a fun one later this year 
later this year. <laughs> Quite sure. <laughs> well, everybody, that is it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at patreon.com slash thenextreel. Until next time, true believers. True believers.